0: Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J,
1: and Ryan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is indeed the Other Ground Podcast. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is April 30th. And I am here to sensually dip my balls in your mashed potatoes.
1: Well, everyone should have a hobby. <laughs> so, how'd your day go, boss?
0: Ah, it was a long fucking day. They all string together. So, whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I always tell people. How was your day? Well, it was work. They paid me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what's supposed to happen. You know, if it was fun, they'd call it a hobby and they wouldn't pay you. I suppose so. Yes, sir. It is indeed yet another day. Oh, and there's the White Claw opening up, which means officially the show. I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Hey, guys, always happy to have you guys here. Oh, let's see. We have many things to talk about today. Uh, We're going to talk more about changing the show's name. I have actual topics that I can bring up, which I should probably let you guys know about so you can be prepared for them. Um, Should we care if movie theaters are going away? Um, I'd like to talk about that. Uh, I'd also like to speak about movies in the theater in general, like your experiences with movies and memories that you have of movies specifically tied to theaters, going to see it in the theater. Um, other things to talk about, I've actively started to avoid COVID-19 news. Uh, I've, I've just had enough about it. I can't change anything about it. So I'm done hearing about it. And I'd like to hear how you guys are dealing with the overload of information that's, uh, coming at you all the time. And also, if we have time to talk about it, I'm sure we will. Someone broke into Eminem's house. So I'm going to guess uh, someone's losing their job because apparently his security guard was asleep. <laughs> so we can talk about that. Uh, plus whatever else Ryan would like to talk about and any of the callers. So um, I guess we should get started. Woohoo!
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Do so, you guys anything? Uh,
0: Okay. Uh Like what the fuck is going on in your state? Like I know one of your topics is staying away from COVID news. What the fuck is up with all the mouth breathers diverging on the
1: Capitol? Oh, isn't that crazy? Well, apparently I I said, I'm trying to stay away from the news, but since I'm on Facebook, I can't really, that's uh, one of the problems. Apparently uh, someone organized another protest and what they decided to do with this one was to actually go right inside the state Capitol and protest on the inside. Uh, including while carrying rifles and things like that, um, so it was a prior, apparently a very interesting scene. Uh, as far as I can hear, the police handled it the best that they could. They let everybody in. They just gave everyone they just checked everyone's temperature before they let them in to make sure they weren't actively sick, which is kind of silly because you know, you can be carrying and have no symptoms at all. But I guess you know every little bit helps. Um, and there's some interesting pictures of like you know them in the in the capital like standing right next to cops yelling in their face you know the cops are wearing masks and the protesters obviously are not so i don't know uh, i mean uh they it's i have mixed feelings about it they have every right to protest they have every right to open carry i just don't think that they're protesting the right thing at the moment um or uh, protesting the right way um they're you know they're good because if nothing else they're gonna if anybody in there is sick they just got all everyone sick i mean uh, but i guess since they don't believe in the quarantine and they don't believe in the seriousness seriousness of it i can understand their thought process so i'm kind of in the middle on it
0: so their thought process is stupid and open carrying rifles is fucking stupid like there's no reason to do that at all
1: i'm not a gun person myself so i'm not huge on you know on on any of that but they have the right to do it i mean i i i happen to agree with you i think it's kind of silly to carry around a rifle um there's really no reason for that i can see a pistol for personal protection but carrying around an ar-15 that's just kind of pointless there's no situation you're going to find yourself in in day-to-day life where you need your ar-15 really
0: but they can't so more of a target like it's stupid and second of all like Okay, open carry is a thing, but that shit should not be allowed, like inside government buildings. That's yeah, just, that's
1: that's what that's surprised asking me. For a problem. Yeah, I, that's what really surprised me. I I I never did any research on it, but I kind of assumed that you couldn't. You know, you can't bring you can't bring weapons in like federal courthouses and things like that. But apparently, the state capitol is okay, or maybe they normally don't allow it, but they uh, figured discretion was the better part of valor and let them in.
0: All it takes is one of those idiotic mouth breathers to do something stupid. And then you just have a pile of bodies.
1: Uh, I have Sly dog asking me if I was in the Michigan milita. Um, I was barely even in the army. I know I'm certainly not in any milita. What <laughs> militia. The fuck
0: is a milit- okay, militia? Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was reading it the way he wrote it. I'm not sure if that's the proper spelling or not. I pro- you know how, uh, you know how I am. I'm dumb. <laughs> no, and that's know the I-
0: proper spelling. And that's how you would phonetically say that based on the spelling is militia. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Um, and he asked if I know any people in it. Not that I'm aware of. I do know quite a few people that are very much Second Amendment people and very much, you know, um, right to bear arms and very anti-government. But none of them has actually ever told me that they are part of uh, the Michigan Michigan militia. But honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. A couple of them.
0: Yeah, you tend to know some some pretty idiotic people. So (laughs) I'm guessing there's probably some in there.
1: Yeah, my variety variety is the spice of life. I like knowing all kinds of different people. Some of them are not the most amazing people in the world, but that doesn't make them bad people. Um and, so, and Sly Spoke he he fears uh, the uh his family fears the Michigan militia. You probably should. <laughs> um I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the group to say one way or another, but I you know, groups that gather with weaponry and stuff always make me a little nervous.
0: Well, yeah, because generally there's something fucked up in their head.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and uh, and I know plenty of people that own uh, guns and tons of guns that are just completely normal people. They just like weapons. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, my stepdad owned a large collection of weapons, uh, like pro, probably in the realm of 30 or 40 guns. Um, and, you know, he was a, well, <laughs> I was about to say he was a normal person, but my stories to the contrary belie yeah, that fact. I, I, don't,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we could believe any of
1: that. Yeah, but he never shot anybody, and he, uh, and he was a violent person. But he had never, no point did he ever reach for a weapon. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. So I have no problem with Second Amendment. I have two guns myself. Like, the thing is, is once you get to the point where you're starting to actively larp about overthrowing the government, <laughs> you're kind of a fucked up person that probably shouldn't own guns
1: yeah yeah that's true and there's and unfortunately there are tons of people that own guns that obviously shouldn't uh i, I know a couple of them as a matter of fact <laughs> but uh but it's it's just the way our country works and uh as shitty as our country can be the best thing about it our government is it's better than all the other types of government
0: yeah we're getting pretty uh yeah our government well, doesn't really work anymore so we'll we'll see how that goes long term well,
1: well that was a, a quote tech actually from one of my favorite authors. He said the only he said the only good thing about democracy is it's better than the other types of government.
0: Well, we don't have a democracy, is the problem.
1: Right, but I mean, you know what I mean, though. So, um, He had a really interesting uh, guy named Robert A. Heinlein, uh, a science fiction writer that started back in the 30s and wrote right up into the 80s. Uh, he had some really interesting ideas about government and such. Um, not much was his opinion. <laughs> he was very much a small government type of person. Um, in his science fiction books, he actually wrote about you know, whenever a planet got above a million people and required things like ID cards, it was time to move <laughs> to, to a different planet. <laughs>
0: Yeah, books are for nerds.
1: <laughs> I know, you, you'd never be into anything. But for people that do like to read, uh, look up a Robert A. Heinlein. Uh, some of his books are really excellent. <clears throat> he wrote a really interesting book called uh, The Moon is a Heart's Mistress about a uh, uh, what was originally started as a penal colony on the moon. Um, but by the time the book had taken place, it was third or fourth generation. So like only like 5% of the people on the moon were felons. Everyone else was either... Um, had served her time or had been born there and weren't felons, but they were treated the same way. And was, and, the, and the book was about how they fought for their independence from earth uh, to be their own free uh, country of Luna. And it's a really cool book. It really is uh, for anybody who wants uh, interested in that type of thing. I highly recommend it.
0: So really he just made a book about Australia and called it the moon.
1: <laughs> that's a fairly similar thing however australia couldn't drop boulders on uh, the rest of the country to get them to leave them alone which is one of the things that, that the moon did so that was pretty cool um and uh well, i see in the chat box it work
0: put, like physics. yeah physics that's just not a thing
1: oh actually it is <laughs> um what what the the way they did it is they had something called a magnetic catapult um which was originally set up because in this book they grew uh, grain on the moon. Turns out you can, you know, grow it underground in caverns and things like that. And they would ship it to the uh, uh, Earth by launching it in a, uh, in a in a capsule to the Earth, and then it would, and then, you know, over a certain trajectory to land in a certain spot. Well, they figured if they took the parachutes off and just shot the uh, canisters at them, that's a really good fucking gun. <laughs> and so then that's one of the reasons how they wonder independence, because they, because basically, if you drop a uh, a rock the size of a house. Uh, on a city uh, with that sort of velocity, it's about the same thing as dropping a nuclear bomb on them. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a really good book. Um, I see on the chat box people are mentioning Asimov, uh, Bradbury, uh, and one that I'm not one I'm actually not sure of. Uh, uh, Van Bolt. I don't I haven't read him his, any of his books, but I've read a lot of Bradbury, Barry, and Asimov. Asimov's really good too. Um, way more technical, I think, than uh, Heinlein was. Although Heinlein, I think, had a more uh, better ability to write human emotions but I'm, i realize i'm bored and boring to everybody now since only, only me and a couple other people are interested in this sort of thing so we'll move on i'm sorry guys
0: <laughs> yeah um books are for nerds
1: oh yeah that's okay
0: though okay well let's move on to our first topic then um so yeah hey you need the yeah. shotgun and sure get on it
1: okay let's do that right now let me open that bad boy up i got it right here that's right um in other news since before we get to our topics uh I've apparently lost like almost nine pounds in a week. Uh, because <laughs> hello, well, hello there, Bob Dinger sixty nine. What can hey, we do for do you? Do you guys like CDs? CBs? Are you speaking of like the like yeah, like the record CDs or songs like CDs? Oh, I thought you said CBs, like the things in the truckers. No, side. no CDs. Uh, you know what? I haven't bought a CD in, in forever. Um, God. Hey, I do you want a CD? Ah. <sighs> Yes, that's the height of humor, sir. <laughs> but anyways, as I was, as I was saying, and you know what? Actually, I'm surprised that it took us 42 episodes to get a fucking prank caller. I'm, I'm embarrassed at you guys.
0: And he sounds like he likes turtles.
1: <laughs> he should have went with the dragon. Do you like dragons? Good, because I'll be dragging these nets across your face. Um. But anyways, I was speaking about the back. Oh, I'm sorry. We ha- I said I was going to slam this in sure. one second. Mm, thick. Yeah, apparently I've lost almost 10 pounds in the last week. Uh, which is obviously not good since I wasn't really in the position to lose any pounds. Um, quitting smoking wax has killed my appetite, and I never had much of one anyways. Uh so today when I weighed myself, I was very unhappy to find out that I currently weigh 181.9 pounds. Um so uh, that's not good. Uh, so I had the wife grab some insure while she was at the grocery store, excuse me, drugstore to pick up her prescriptions. And I've slammed three of them so far today. <laughs> that was my third one. And you know, I, I've ate food too today too. I'm feeling a little bit better, having a little bit of appetite. I'll be honest with you. I think I'm over the hump. My only issue right now is I'm having stomach issues, uh, stomach and digestive issues. Uh, let's just say the old touch hole's a little sore from wiping too much today. <laughs>
0: because you refuse to fix your fucking bidet like a regular human.
1: Yeah, I know I do, I need to get on that right right away. I'm having another issue that I need to fix too. Originally, I had uh cuz yeah, I told you like the entire bidet thing's got a leak in it that I, that I that I can't track down uh, why it's leaking. Um part of that is from a line that I I, uh, I had to uh, run from the hot water in the sink to the toilet because I have issues with the toilet sweating. Uh, you, are, you know what I'm talking about with that?
0: Yeah. My toilet doesn't sweat, so I don't have that issue.
1: Okay. I don't know why, why mine does, but it does really, really bad to the point where there's puddles of water on the floor under, underneath the toilet. And when we bought this house and redid the floor, like, you know, we just did, the redid the linoleum in, in the bathroom. We discovered that the floor was rotted away. I, I assume from the same thing. So we had to replace like a lot of the wood in the uh, floor in the bathroom and, um, uh, I'm afraid it's just going to rot away again. So, at one point, we had a hot water line run to the toilet. Uh, so, because that's what it is, it's because the water is too cold going into the toilet tank. So, if you add hot water, it stops it from doing that. Unfortunately, I can't get that line to stop leaking. So, I've turned it back off. And now I'm just having like, you know, uh, the original issues again. So, it, once this is over, I'm going to get a plumber in here and just fix all that shit. I'm tired of messing with it. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Sly asked me, well, well, to know it's city water. So I don't know uh, I don't know why it does it. Um, I, I have heard one of the solutions that you can do is to insulate your tank by putting styrofoam in there. Um, and I tried that once and I didn't do a very good job. I ended up with like little bits of styrofoam floating. <laughs> so I think there's a kit that you need to buy. I, I just bought some, I just had some, you know, like styrofoam that I cut into pieces and tried it. It didn't work at all. Um, so that was, <laughs> that was my attempt to fix it myself, uh, it, which was probably not a good idea. <laughs> But, yeah, so that's what's going on with me as far as my, like, my uh, toilet.
0: <laughs> All right, fair enough. So, uh, yeah. yeah, just keep uh, keep slamming those insurers and eating food, you fucking addict.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, like I said, to got a little bit better today. Uh, I had some ribs and mashed potatoes for dinner. God, they were horrible, though. My wife bought, well, like, one of those pre-made rib things. It was Jack Daniels ribs. But the mashed potatoes were good. Um...
0: <laughs> yeah, why didn't you just, like, buy some real food?
1: well she went to do the shopping I, I i will actually tell her to buy real ribs because that's one of the few things i know how to cook okay um and we have i have an instant pot so i like you know like put them in there for a while um i'd have to i'd have to look up how i did it. it's it been a year or two since i made ribs um yeah yeah sure yeah richard gears missing gerbil which is a great name by the way uh said she didn't make it she warmed it up which is the same thing yeah but, but you still have to throw them in the oven for 20 minutes
0: well, yeah, but that's like not cooking whatsoever. That is right, literally right. just warming up something that was already right. cooked once.
1: Yeah. Sly Dalek asked, when was the last time I ate oatmeal? This morning. I try to eat oatmeal every day. It's one of the, it's one of those mild on your stomach sort of things. But there's times where I kind of have to force that down too. Um, apples and cinnamon. I try, I try to eat. Uh, I went through this phase where I ate plain oatmeal for the longest time. And I'd mix a little bit of peanut butter into it to uh you know just just for flavor but with my situation now it's i'm trying to gain weight i've been i figure it's okay to eat flavored oatmeal so i've been having apples and cinnamon lately
0: yeah well that's gonna go away on monday
1: yeah god that's that's gonna be the biggest the biggest thing is gonna be trying to get all the food into the house for that on monday yeah
0: there's not that much to do it's like three or four ingredients is really all you're
1: doing right well it's just i don't know about in your area but we've had some fairly serious problems finding certain things around here at certain times it really depends on when you go to the store and which one you go to like we haven't been able to find a steak for like a week
0: well i mean all you have to do is find red meat so like you don't necessarily have to find steak other than that you're finding rice and veggies like that's not difficult other than that you find some uh Chicken stock again, that shouldn't be anything that there's a big run on. Yeah, you would hope not,
1: right? <laughs> oh, excuse so, me, you're burp, burping up, rock up rock that insurance. Uh, oh, sorry about that, man. I was burping up insurance. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that the, the in, in general, I feel like I'm doing better. Um, I'm not all wigged out today the way I felt the last couple days. Um, other than like I said, the stomach issues and being a little achy, I think I'm on the mend. Yay,
0: we'll see. Like, yeah. you may uh, you may go like deep in withdrawal and then it all oh, shit'll just hit the fan.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I am sensible about, it, about uh sensible about it. Like for example, I gave my wife my wallet the other day. I told her to hold on to it. <laughs> that way, you know, that way I, it would take an extra step for me to break.
0: Oh wow. Like you you are literally having withdrawals that bad that you didn't trust yourself not to go buy drugs
1: and do that. The first day or two, yes. Uh, now, I've, now I'm pretty sure I can take my wallet back. I think I'm fine. I haven't really worried about it too much today. You know, I haven't had, like, thought about, oh, God, I can't smoke some wax. Uh, just smoking pot's been fine. So I think I'm over the hump, and I think I'm good. But, you know, it might take another couple days before I'm feeling uh, back to relatively normal, I imagine.
0: God damn. Yep. Like, you had a legit problem, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit it, but yeah, yeah, I did, um, way too much, way too long. As I've mentioned, I don't do moderation. In certain things, that's good, and most things, it's bad. So if it's something that's bad for me, I have to avoid it. I can't do it just a little bit.
0: Well, that's why we're setting you up this next week here with a, a diet plan and a workout plan. If you can get addicted to those two things. Like you're gonna feel the best you've ever felt in your life.
1: Well, that's awesome because I will say, uh, before I got sick. Uh, it was the best I've ever felt in my life, you know, just, just to work out plans that I was already doing. You know, I was working out four or five days a week and I felt fucking great. I, I It was funny because uh, before I got my hernia and, you know, and then discovered that I had uh, a cancer, I had literally said to somebody, I've never felt this great in my life. I had just gotten a hot tub. I was working out all the time and I was using the hot tub for therapy. I'd come into work bouncing. I'm like, dude, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> so ironically, I was as sick as I'd ever been in my life.
0: So have you uh, have you looked into the the portable sauna?
1: No, I have not yet. That's that is on my list, though. Um, it's one I, I like the the concept of it because uh, honestly, I went to the uh, in the hot tub day before yesterday when we had nice weather and it was seventy, and I got out in like five minutes. I was having a trouble breathing. I don't think the hot tub is good for me when it's when the outside weather gets above a certain point.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why that would make you feel. It, it's probably because you're in a poorly circulated garage, but you know, whatever.
1: No, I, I honestly, I think it was just because I was, uh, freaking out and, you know, um, I, I, don't, you know, when I reflect about it, it's probably didn't have anything to do with the temperature. It was the fact that I was fiending out and, you know, my lungs felt like shit. And, <laughs> and you know, I sat in there for a couple minutes. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I can't breathe. And it probably had nothing to do with the hot tub more of me being an idiot.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I, I will, I will let you skate on that one.
1: Right, right, all right, well, we actually do have topics today. um do, do you care if we if the theaters ever reopen, ryan
0: I give zero shits, no,
1: not even a little bit, huh
0: well I mean like i I wouldn't mind that one that's next to my work staying open, which I'm assuming they would anyway, since they're also like uh basically a restaurant and a bar,
1: right, yeah, we spoke about that, yeah
0: but like you're just normal, like multiplex type theaters. I give zero fucks.
1: Well, what about you guys in the chat box? Do You guys care if the movie theaters reopen and, I, and I'll read your answers as we're talking, um, for myself, not really. <laughs> as we've mentioned, I, I'm not much of a movie person. I, I'd feel bad for other people. Some people are really wrapped up about it. They, the entire movie experience, um, most of, the, most of the chat boxes say not for the most part. They, they don't really care if the theaters reopen. Uh, Nostalgia-wise, I will miss them in certain ways because I have some good memories of, uh, of going to the theater. It was one of the few things that uh, me and my dad did uh, when I was younger. Uh, as I've mentioned, I didn't see my dad a lot growing up. Between the ages of 7 and like 13, He once my mom remarried and then he remarried, uh, he did try to be a father uh, briefly. Um, and one of the things that he would do is pick me up and go watch. we go watch movies. Um, so I have very fond memories of going to the movies with my dad. Uh, I can't remember most of the movies that we watched, to be honest with you. Uh, although I do remember the first one, the very first movie I ever watched with my dad. And this was, I think, right when I was about seven. And you know what? I might have been even been younger. I'd have to look up the name of the... Uh, the release dates for the movies but he actually took me to a drive-in movie theater um it was him his current wife two of their friends who hid underneath cushions in the van and me and my brother sat on them so that, they, so that the attendant could see that there were two more adults in there. Um, and we got to the drive-in movie theater. They put us on top of the van, which I thought was really fucking cool, mostly because they were probably smoking pot and fucking around down there. I suspect my dad might have been a swinger. <laughs> um, and uh, But the thing is, the, two, the double feature we saw was Buck Rogers in the 21st century and then Jaws. I don't know how old I was, but I can goddamn tell you I wasn't old enough to be watching Jaws. (laughs) I've never had any desire to be in the ocean at all, ever. And I think it's mostly because of that movie. Um, But in general, you know, that's the good memories I have of, like, going to the movies with my dad. Do you have anything like that? Any just good memories associated with theaters?
0: No, I just went and watched movies. I think the only... Probably the only memory I have of a theater, uh, was back when the first of like the new Star Wars came out, mm-hmm. a couple of nerds paid a couple friends of mine, um, and myself like 250 bucks to stand in line all day for them. Oh shit. They had to go to work. Huh? So we're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so we took their money and then I uh, gave them their tickets to their nerd movie and, uh, went and did something better.
1: <laughs> and uh, i see at the chat box they're talking about some of the movies that they've seen before you know like uh, uh rambo dossie saw rambo 2 in a drive-in theater and uh oh straight saying 1979 for buck rogers which would have made me six <laughs> so that's uh i that wasn't that wasn't a good time for me although i did i did enjoy buck rogers quite a bit
0: um so you're and, saying you just referred to yourself as six for like three decades something like that okay. <laughs> What? <laughs> you um, were probably at least 33 at that point
1: when in 1979 no i yeah, got you're old was, as fuck i was dude i'm I'm forty 46 almost 47 come on i'm not that old you're old uh, as balls <laughs> Doss is speaking he has fond memories i've seen Emperor strikes back and raiders of lost ark at the movies you know what i think i saw raiders of lost ark at the movies too that that was uh um the end of that movie scared me quite a bit as a little kid you know when all the nazis melted and shit yeah, I don't remember that movie at all. You don't remember Raiders of the Lost Ark? Holy shit! I mean, it's not a. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's a classic movie. I figured everyone on the planet had seen it by now.
0: Well, no, I'm sure I've seen it. It's the thing is, is like with movies, with me, once they pass about ten years old, like I'm not gonna remember shit about them because they're not gonna hold up anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And um, I haven't seen that movie in a really long time, uh, so I couldn't speak on whether it holds up or not. But there are plenty of movies that I went back and watched and did not hold up at all. Um, Especially uh, not just movies, lots of things. Like, don't go back and watch childhood cartoons. That's a bad idea. You will disappoint yourself almost every fucking time. I went back and watched, like, I think it was uh, some old uh, Thundercats uh, uh, cartoons. And God, those are fucking horrible. (laughs)
0: yeah i didn't i can't think of anything i've went back and watched really really yeah and there's and a lot of things Closest thing is like some of the some of the first seasons like south park have come on now and then i'll like maybe watch that mm. okay but yeah, like yeah. normal like saturday morning type cartoons that no
1: yeah yeah now of course some of them will always hold up like the tom and jerry and the old looney tunes with bugs bunny and all that good stuff that will hold up forever because while some of the jokes you won't get the you know the general humor still goes through um but other ones not so much uh like gi joe i haven't watched any gi joe since i was a kid and i'm afraid to because i loved that show growing up you know knowing this half the battle motherfuckers um and it would crush me to find out that it's horrible now
0: I thought, I thought you were probably more of like a Hello Kitty fan.
1: <laughs> Sly dog wants to know if I like hentai. No, that's not my thing. Uh, I like my porn to be uh, actual porn, not cartoon porn. Uh, although I did have a friend that we, turns out had really weird taste. Like this is back in the late '90s um, when the internet was around, but it was still in like a growing thing. And he got the idea that he was going to start his own website, a porn website. So what he did was ordered CD after CD after CD all this porn that he was going to upload to his computer and use it as a server for a website. That's when we discovered our, our buddy had a really big thing for hentai because fucking he had tons and tons and tons of tentacle porn. <laughs> it's fucking it was amazing. I, was, I, I, I barely knew the shit existed at that point. So it was quite the revelation for me.
0: Well, I think he was just trying to be enterprising. I mean, there's more Asians out there than us
1: yeah yeah oh someone mentioned marriage of children yeah i think marriage of children will always be a good one that was another one of my favorite shows growing up um that's one that i remember watching with my family which is pretty rare uh but my parents liked marriage of children too so i remember watching that with them as well uh that was a great show really great show well that's
0: just because ed o'neill is a fucking national treasure
1: god damn he right he is (laughs) and it i was tickled pink to find out that that guy's a black belt in jujitsu that just that Man, just made my day
0: four touchdowns in a single game dude you know how badly I mean, come on I, now
1: dude you know how many times i've been tempted to buy a polkai uh jersey that, dude, that, that, would that just wouldn't be,
0: surprise me at all
1: that would be you. fucking awesome you know uh, the only reason i haven't is because me and any jersey looks kind of silly but but if i was going to buy a jersey it'd be that one um oh yes yeah, now people are bringing up some sh- some shows that will not uh, holdover all in the family that was an interesting show but that's one of those shows that you obviously just couldn't do now the guy you know uh, archie bunker had said some pretty heinous shit on that show
0: <laughs> yep never really saw it so I, I can't really comment on that one.
1: Oh god oh ye, well um i believe he called the uh, jewish people kikes um <laughs> for for example
0: <laughs> god damn you can't be doing that jay
1: hey yeah, yeah, i'm on just the podcast i'm just like, repeating you know what he said for. <laughs> that's true they're coming for me <laughs> yeah yeah he said all kinds of things that today is super duper racist on that show um but it, it 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 played both ways i believe in the jeffersons uh um mr jefferson said some pretty heinous shit about his white friends occasionally too so um it's just yeah. Uh,
0: white people are terrible so that, that he gets a pass
1: <laughs> yeah so a lot of like a lot of the shows from the 70s had a lot of some pretty racial overtones to them but uh that that definitely couldn't be done today uh there's movies like that too like blazing saddles you couldn't make that movie today which is a shame because that's one of the fucking funniest movies ever made uh but yeah there's not a chance in hell you'd be able to make blazing saddles today
0: i mean you could it just wouldn't go so hot for you
1: right uh, you, you seen that one before nope oh yeah talk
0: about this before yeah, we, I know. We, you, we said you, I know like you said you talked about myself. I know you said you don't. It was you don't before watch my much. time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So
0: anything kind of before my time, like it's not something I'm going to go back and catch up to, just because, again, the fact that like, just that shit just doesn't hold up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and in that case, uh, I think it holds up. with the humor on it. I think you. I, I think you'd find it funny. Uh, there's some pretty funny scenes in it that. Uh, uh, but it's the up problem. Well. Like so,
0: when you when you look back at like older movies, number one, like just even the physical watching of the film, like, it doesn't hold up. Like, the way it was shot, shit.
1: Oh, I like the quality. It's very
0: good. Like, it's hard to, like, immerse yourself in an older movie. Hmm. Because comparing it to what you watch nowadays, it's like, no, this, like, this is just objectively shit. Hmm. Maybe a great, like, story, but, like, just watching the thing, like, as a whole, it's it's just a big bowl of steaming shit.
1: Well, that's an interesting statement because I can totally understand your comments on like the video quality, um, you know, because they didn't have the cameras that we do now. And I could totally see your comments on like special effects because clearly uh, anything, you know, that sort of stuff improves daily. So if you go back far enough, it just doesn't look good. But the acting, um, you really think that the actual acting was not as good back then?
0: Once you got back a certain ways, like, so if you're still watching things from like the, I would say like mid eighties kind of forward, there's some really good acting. And like some people are saying some of this in the, in the chat, like the Godfather or Rocky or things like that. Like some of the classics, yeah, they somewhat hold up, but like, even if you go back and watch Rocky right now, like that doesn't hold up that well.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that. I was never super duper impressed with uh, Sylvester Stallone's acting ability, um, but I don't think that's an indication of the times. Now, if you're, you know, like if you talk going back to the 40s and 50s and stuff, I, you might have a valid point. Not so much because that they were not good actors, but because back then people were completely different. So they're acting to be they're acting like a person that doesn't exist anymore. So you just watching it, you might see might think that it's not good acting.
0: So it's shit acting. Okay, well, I, I, anything, anything prior to 1984 is disqualified. <laughs> can no longer watch
1: it. Mm. Okay, <laughs> I was we'll go with that. Uh, but and don't get me wrong, I like Stallone. I just don't you know, I just don't think like he's an amazing actor. He's a competent actor and he's a great action star. Um, but like, I don't think like you'll ever see uh, Stallone doing Hamlet or anything like that.
0: I will take Stallone in Rambo over Stallone in Rocky.
1: Hmm. That's an interesting question. Interesting thing. Cause I figured that Rocky would actually be a better uh, example of his acting over Stallone. I mean, over uh, Rambo.
0: Well, I think that's one of the reasons I probably prefer him in Rambo is he mm-hmm. doesn't talk as much.
1: Oh, <laughs> like he is literally just
0: like the action star, not saying much. Like he plays that role pretty well, like asking Sylvester Stallone to like actually play a character. It gets rough.
1: <laughs> and, and and most of the uh, chat boxes disagreeing with my opinion on Stallone's acting ability which is fine I'm certainly not an expert on it uh, and if Stallone asked me I wouldn't tell him he's a bad actor <laughs>
0: dude he's like 80 years old yeah he's yoked off of HGH and
1: tests but those bones are brittle oh no I I mean because I wouldn't want to be rude to him
0: oh no I would just kick him in the nuts <laughs>
1: that'd be mean okay well so you know so i guess uh i guess the moral of that story is or ryan doesn't really watch movies and i shouldn't try to bring it up ever again.
0: yeah Yeah, i watch movies i just i will not go back past a certain time period Mm. because they end up being shit
1: right and i'll be honest a lot of movies that i'm a big fan of are not your type of movies anyways like i can't see you being a big fan of the princess bride no was not a big fan
0: of that movie you I've actually saw it, it? again. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, but again, it's kind of getting to the, that time cut off. That's not something I could go back to.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, apparently Sly has got an a t- idea for a topic. Go ahead and shoot Sly. I'll, I'll try to catch it on the chat box as we're conversing. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised that you, you even watch that one, to be honest with you. Uh, it's, cause it's definitely not your, your normal type of movie. I would assume.
0: I have a pretty eclectic taste. Like I will give things a chance. But, like, once it's something that just wholesale I can see is like just not worth my time, mm. then I won't go there. So, like, sure. anything again, old enough to a certain age is like just not going to touch it. Anything that's just like if it has Amy Schumer in it, I'm not going to watch it. Like, mm. things like that.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. There are people that I have no interest in. Like, for example, I was never a big, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, like, Despite
0: the fact that I'm black, I'm not going to watch the Tyler Perry movies. No, fuck you.
1: <laughs> My only issue with him is he's got, he insists on putting his name in a, in every single one of his movies. Tyler Perry's this. Tyler Perry's that. Other directors don't do that. You've never heard Steven Spielberg, so and so. You know, he doesn't feel the need to do that. But well, I guess it's, I guess it's the gets brand. All
0: of the, yeah. That's how he gets everybody to go to his movies, is right, right. he makes it well known. This is a Tyler Perry movie. Mm. Guy is like a, $100 million. Like, oh, I can, yeah. He.
1: He's definitely doing Shit, it right. He
0: won, I lost, but fuck him anyway.
1: <laughs> Sly wanted to uh, want me to ask wanted me to talk about DDP yoga and uh, why I'm not doing much of it right now. Uh is that cool for you, Ryan? Go for it. All right. Um, as most of you know, for I have did uh, DDP yoga for a couple few years now. I want to say maybe four or five, maybe even longer. It might even be six at this point. And for the first three or four years, that's all I did. At one point, I was doing DDP yoga seven days a week for about an hour and 10 minutes every day. I had great cardio, but I looked like a stick figure. Um, so I, I decided I wanted to add weightlifting into it. So I went to the OG, started asking for advice, and started lifting weights. Um, for the longest time, I was doing both. I would do uh, three days of lifting weights and three days of yoga, and then one day off. Eventually, though, I reached a point where I just like lifting weights better than yoga. Um, so I started adding more and more weightlifting days and less and less yoga days. And now, um, right now, I'm not... I other than doing the stretches before and after I work out, I'm not doing yoga at all. I do need to get back into it somewhat because it's great for your cardio. Uh, so I still want to add a day or two into it once I'm, you know, back up to 100%. But for right now, I'm, I'm happy just in lifting weights.
0: All right. Great story.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I so well someone asked. So that that's why I'm not doing a lot of DDP yoga because I want to gain gain mass, and uh, the DDP yoga, while it does involve some strength training, it is mostly just cardio.
0: Yeah, you should definitely at least look back through that though to see if there's anything that's going to help your goddamn hips.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. That's uh, the one. That's what's one of the stretches I've been doing every day is like, uh, um, I'm not going to describe it, but it's it's definitely for your hips. I I, cause I can feel it when I do it every day. So, uh, we're gonna we're gonna work some more of that into it, but with the schedule you've given me, it's gonna be hard to squeeze much yoga in there.
0: Well, no, so like again, that's the thing. Like you can do a few of those things here and there, like say when you get home from work or something like that, do something for your mobility. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a full yoga session or whatever, but pick out just a few things and do that later in the day. Like you shouldn't be focused on stretching either immediately before or even immediately after the workout like you can do that throughout the day
1: hmm. now see i know i know you you said that you don't do stretch at all before your workout you don't do stretch after either
0: generally no um so like after a workout a lot of times i'll just have like a post-workout drink and then i'll sit in the sauna for a while hmm.
1: okay that's good to know
0: that just to keep everything loose like anytime i'm doing any like Full on like mobility or stretching generally i'm doing that like right before bed mm. maybe like an hour before like i'll break out you know like a foam roller or i have this uh god what the fuck is this thing called but it's basically like this chunk of steel that you can use to like work into your muscles and like kind of tear through some of that like scar tissue and and mm. what
1: Right. And speaking of which, I bought a couple of those uh, uh, lacrosse balls. They should be here in a day or two. I'm super duper looking forward to it. Dude. <laughs> so it my wife. As it turns out, uh, she, her feet bother her too for different reasons. Um, and I actually bought her one of those uh, silly uh, like uh, electric foot massagers. You know, where where it's just got the two spots you put your feet down and it, it heats it and it heats it up and then like has like little rollers underneath the the fabric that you put your feet on. And uh, yeah, she's so a big so that's fan of that. Like
0: nothing compared to what you'll get from
1: an actual, like, lacrosse ball. Right, right. So I told her about it. She's like, oh, cool, I'll try that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Hopefully, we'll be able to help us both out. Um, she has a more physical job than I do, and she's on her feet all day. So anything I can do for her to make her feel better, I would like to do.
0: Ah, so there, I found the thing that I use for, like, working out muscle and things like that and taking care of where things bunch up. So it's called a boomstick. A boom um, stick? What it is? Yeah, it's called boomstick. It is like 19 pounds of like stainless steel. So if you Google it, um, it's Duff, and it's through Kabuki Strength. But yeah, that thing is that thing's amazing.
1: Oh, let's see. I'm coming up with makeup. <laughs> well, boomstick by who?
0: Just do um, boomstick all one word, uh, and then Kabuki Strength.
1: Oh, okay, there we go. I right, all I had to put was K, and it brought up the Power Bar Kabuki Strength. Oh, wow. Basically. Uh, it, it, the, okay. The one I'm looking at. Wow. For one thing, it's expensive. 140 bucks, huh?
0: Yeah, it, it wasn't cheap, but hey, it works.
1: Okay. Well, I'm looking at it. Okay. It's, it's a good thing. I looked at the pictures of it with people. Cause at first it looked just like a, like a, uh, uh, uh a dumbbell, you know, like the, without any weight on it.
0: Right. But, yeah. But this is like, it's materially thicker than like a bar.
1: Right. Yeah. But now I see people, like I see a picture of someone applying it to someone's back and yeah, it's, it's much thicker and uh, a little bit, a little bit longer too. Wow. So basically you just use that and roll it over different spots. Uh, you
0: can roll it through, you can actually kind of press down and like kind of work out muscles. So like things I'll do is like, if I am particularly tight, like I'll work out like my T bands and like kind of, uh, the inner parts of like my hamstring, like places that tend to kind of lock up on me.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I will uh, check that out. Although it's a little outside of my price range at the moment. (laughs) Well, actually it's not, but yeah, I've been spent overspending lately. So I'm going to try to cut back a little bit.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. So this is something that, no, you, you need more actual lifting equipment before you get to something like this.
1: Right, 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 right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You, you can't even do like normal squats right now.
1: So Yeah. And at one point, uh, a friend of mine actually lent me a squat rack, but it was one of those cheap ones where it was two pieces. And uh,
0: I mean, they use those in like some competitions, like as long as you're like adept with it, you'd be fine.
1: Right, right. Um, But but I wasn't adept with it. And so it's like trying to put the put it back on the rack afterwards was very, very uh, um, not not fun, I guess was the word for it.
0: Yeah, you probably need just like a, a cheap cage.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I know there's other uses for those cages besides squats, too, so that would be useful as well.
0: Yep. Right, that's probably going to be, like, the next thing you should probably look into before you get into some of this stuff that is really just there for once you're more kind of along your your weightlifting journey and you start having the nagging weird things happening.
1: Right, right, because right now I shouldn't be having any real issues. Thank God. <laughs> um, well, crap, dude, we're, we're already three-quarters of the way through the show. Um, how do you feel about all this COVID, uh, coverage?
0: I don't really pay attention to much of it. Like, so I'm a person that I don't watch the news period. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just catch things here and there. Um, so obviously it dominates everything right now. Mm -hmm. I think if nothing else, it pisses me off that it's all over the goddamn other ground. Yeah. I can't find an entertaining thread to save my life half the time. That's a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it is. Um, and for me, I don't watch TV anymore. I found that I don't watch it at all, uh, much less news, but I do um, read the news sites all the time. Like I, I read, yeah, like I have Yahoo news all, all the time and I'm constantly, constantly refreshing it because I like to read, uh, as we mentioned, and I'll read anything. And since books cost money, I've reached a point where I just read news all the time. And I, and between that and Facebook, I am sick of fucking all the COVID stuff. Look, I know it's a serious deal, but personally, I can't do anything about it. So all this information is pretty much useless to me at this point. So it's just the same stuff over and over and over again. And all and on Facebook, it's just this. Hey, post after post after post of people's opinion on it one way or another. Everyone has to tell everyone exactly how they feel about this COVID thing. And, you know, I realize this is hypocritical since I have a talk show where I tell people what I think, but, but I'm kind of tired of listening to what people think about this shit.
0: Well, also, you're just talking about the main problem of Facebook anyway. Like, all it is is a bunch of people that think their opinion matters when it really doesn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and not everybody on Facebook's like that. I know I have plenty of Facebook friends whose goal in life is just to post funny memes on Facebook. Um, But then there's also people out there that are using uh, Facebook for political reasons, you know, and it's obvious. All they post about is like political stuff, trying to sway people's opinion on, on whatever, you know, whatever their current, uh, you know, thing that they want to fucking fuck things up about. Uh, So yeah, and that's the ones I get tired of. As I mentioned before, you're not going to convince me to change my opinion on anything uh, over Facebook. So you're wasting your time and just annoying me. It's like an old saying, never try to teach a horse to sing. You'll just waste your time and annoy the horse.
0: Yeah. That's why I log into Facebook like once, maybe every day or two. And even at that point, it's just like literally pulling the app up on my phone and like clearing any notifications and then logging right back out.
1: Right, right, and and a part of my problem is like I said, I, I feel the need to consume information constantly. Um, it's actually to the point where while I'm talking with you, I'll ca- occasionally click off of this and pop onto like other websites just to see if anything has popped up while I've, while I've been on the show. I don't know why I'm like this, but I constantly am going from site to site to site. The other ground, Yahoo, Facebook, uh, AOL news, this, that, you know, and back and forth, back and forth, just looking for new things to read. I, I constantly need new input. Um, and So select- if
0: you're always striving for like new information, like why don't you make that constructive?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think I do in certain ways. I, I believe I know a lot of things. I might not know a lot of useful information. I tell people I'm the king of useless, uh, trivia. If it's something well, that's that... like,
0: that's the thing, right? Is like, so you want to know more about like lifting and like all of those things, like you can spend days out there looking at like things written by powerlifters or like high level coaches or people have done the science behind things. Like, Mm-hmm. There's what all is- that information out there. Same thing oh, for I like do. nutrition. You say that like you want to get into like having the ability to like restore a car or work on a car. There's there's all that information out there too so
1: like you know, oh, and all I this do like, uh, like, stuff. Uh, like I'll watch YouTube videos I've read tons of articles on lifting weights and things like that and one one of the reasons that I come to you for advice and I come to the OG for advice on that thing is because there's so much stuff out there you'll read one article that is the, the definitive article on it and it's well well uh, written and it makes completely complete sense and you're like wow this guy knows his shit and this is it then five minutes later I'll find another article well written by some guy who seems and all shit—that's just something completely fucking different. So one of the one of the few problems I have with this age of information is that there's so many different sources of information out there that differ. It's really hard to know which one to take as the truth. So that's where you take a look at the source, and if it's
0: someone that has a history and what they're talking about, like obviously you know that their opinion's probably coming from a good place, mm-hmm. and then you try it. Like that's how I've gotten to where, like the way I program people for. Lifting heavy is from decades of trial and error.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, and that's what, that's why I like to talk to actual people about it. Cause when you read an article about something, yes, you get some information, but if you have questions about it, you normally can't contact the person that wrote the article. So while I do do a lot of reading about different things, I do like to talk to actual people about uh, stuff that I find important.
0: Fair enough. Yep.
1: <laughs> All right. But I'm so I'm still that's, saying,
0: spend less time on Facebook and Yahoo, and find something yeah. like constructive to do.
1: No, you are 100 right, percent right, because it's it's affecting my mental health with nothing else. Getting told over and over how horrible the world is and how things are going to hell in a handbasket, and that you know, and the economy is never going to recover and things are never going to be the same again. I don't need to hear that anymore. My fragile little psyche can't take it. So there you go. Find a, find <laughs> yeah. a hobby and go for it. Alright, yeah, alright. Okay, we got enough time for at least one more topic, and I wanted to talk about the fact that someone broke into Eminem's house the other night. Do you believe that shit, dude? Yeah, I actually heard the statement from the guy that broke in. Um, so apparently yeah. he broke in.
0: At that point, uh, his palms were sweaty, uh, his knees weak, and his arms were heavy. He even had vomit on his sweater already. It was his mom's spaghetti. Oh, geez. He was slightly nervous, but on the surface, he was calm and ready. To drop bombs, but then security woke up and he got fucked.
1: Oh, uh, you're you're breaking up, dude. Although we we did we did catch everything, so that's awesome. Um, very nice done. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, the thing is, the, the reason he got in is because one of the security guards was asleep. Uh and my god. Really? I mean, I've been a security guard before. That's one, of, that's one of the jobs I've done. And that's the one thing you can't do. You can do almost fucking anything as a security guard and probably get away with it. You can't fucking fall asleep. Jesus Christ. That's the one thing that you know, that's what you're there for to be awake. <laughs> and so I guess the guy uh, slipped past the security guard, then uh, got a like a uh, paving brick uh, and broke a window and hopped in. And Eminem heard the alarm and went to see what it was and like walked face to face into this dude. Now, luckily, it was a a weirdo fan that wanted to be near Eminem as opposed to a weirdo fan that wanted to wear Eminem's skin as a dress. Um, So so, uh, so Eminem just contacted the rest of the security team because obviously he's got way more than one security guard and they took care of this fella. But man, it's, can you believe that? I mean, I'd be, I'd be so pissed if I was fucking Eminem. You know he's paying tons of money for security and he wakes up to find some dude in his kitchen.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, some of those guys, like, they're not the brightest bulbs out there. And regardless of what he's paying, overnight security just sitting there, like, on the perimeter, like, that's got to be boring as shit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're breaking up a little bit more still. That's okay. We only got ten minutes left. Don't worry about it. Uh, someone wanted to know about my security guard experience. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that exactly the most secure security guard. Uh, I was hired as a security guard way back in the early '90s when Kroger's went on strike. Um. Kroger's went on strike, and uh, Kroger's workers went on strike rather, and they immediately hired scab workers. Well, obviously the union workers were not happy about that, uh, so they hired they had to hire security guards. My job was to sit in a car in front of a closed Kroger's from like uh, eleven a.m. till uh, eleven p.m. Excuse me, until about seven a.m. Um, and just make sure that no one fucked with the front doors. So it was not exactly the most glamorous security job. I didn't have a gun or anything like that. And since we were temporary security officers, I didn't even have like a real security, uh, uh, outfit. They gave you like coveralls, which, <laughs> you know, so I, so I look kind of uh, like a cross between a security guard and a mechanic. Um, and all I did was sit in my car for eight hours a day. And then once an hour, uh, check in on the CB radio that they'd given me, you know, so they wanted to make sure that you weren't dead. <laughs> So it wasn't, you know, it was not exactly an exciting job and nothing ever happened while I was there. So it's, you know, I, I can't, don't, do not have any cool security guard stories, but I was briefly security guard for about four or five months before the strike ended. Oh, is your so, story done? Yes, it is. And you sound awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, f- I figured I had time to, you know, close this down and bring it back up by the time you got done with your stories. So uh, yeah, yep, yep, we're good.
1: So- yeah, uh, I know you you said you've done a bouncer before. Did you ever do any security work, or was it just bouncing?
0: So, like, I haven't done the super boring shit security work where you're just, like, driving around, checking the perimeter of a place. So, like, I've done bouncing work. I've done, like, event security. I did a little bit of personal security, but, like, never, like, security guard wearing, you know, a stupid uniform and not really doing
1: anything useful. Yeah. And there were levels to it. Like, uh, we were like, you know, we were the the scab security. We weren't scabbing that we were replacing security guards, but we were we were scabs as we were there because of the strike. And they and they had their normal security guards. And like, uh, the, the top of the hierarchy for that company, I believe, were the people that worked for the armored cars, so picking up uh, money and such.
0: Oh, I pictured you more as like mall security.
1: Oh no, <laughs> you know, I was I just sat in a car, sat in a car and looked at a door. It was really complicated work that I was well-suited for. Although I did remember one time, this is weird. um, Apparently, they had such trouble getting uh, workers into the Kroger store that they told them uh, that they could eat whatever they wanted while they were in the store. Um, One day, uh, the the store I was watching had a couple people that were coming in and cleaning all the floors so they are going to be there all night. Oh, I, so the store is technically technically gonna be open. There's gonna be people inside. So I called up my security guard uh, boss and said, "Hey, uh, there's gonna be people here. Is there any reason I can't watch the door from the inside?" He said, "I don't see why not." Uh, so I hung out with those two dudes while they cleaned the floors. They were scandalous. They were breaking open steaks and cooking them on a the grill. Just open. They said, "Dude, if you want something, grab it, dude. <laughs> it's all free." <laughs> Which is so
0: basically, I, you weren't very good at the security part of. Being a security guard. Oh, fuck
1: though. No. They could have totally fucked up that door while I was in there. I wasn't watching the door. I was back there partying with those two. <laughs> it was a good time. But that was so God weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so that was that's my security guard stories. Uh let's see. We got time for one more thing. Let's see what we got. Let's see what I'm gonna look at. Oh, actually, we are, went through all of our topics. Is there anything else uh, you want to cover before we get out of here? Big Dalton? Well, we gotta we gotta find something for
0: six minutes. I don't know oh, what yeah. else is going on here. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um yeah. let's take
1: a look. Oh, yeah, I guess all we right. could actually check the other ground, couldn't we?
0: Yeah, there's probably nothing worthwhile on there. Yeah, it, unfortunately. Oh, so so as part of the whole lockdown thing, apparently in Georgia, teenagers can now get their license just with their parents' consent. They no longer have to take a, a road test. Where so is this? Lives in Georgia, don't fucking, don't be driving.
1: Holy shit, really? Yeah. Uh, man, I know there's changes because of all this, but that just seems like a bad idea. You know, <laughs> Now, what's next? People are going to graduate from high school if I have to take tests?
0: I think they're actually kind of doing that, aren't they? Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. Like, Well, with the schools that, like, shut down or whatever, aren't they just kind of pushing everybody through to, like, the next grade?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's a, that's a good question. And there, there's something we've never really talked about. There's tons and tons of kids that are not getting a proper education right now. Uh, I wonder how much of an effect that will actually have on our society down the road. And right now it's only a short period. So I'm assuming it's not going to be a big deal, but that does add up. And at, at what point does it actually affect uh, people's educations permanently?
0: Yeah. At what point though, does it really affect anything? Like our kids are not getting that great of an education anyway. Yeah. Like, mean, the whole like no child left behind. And then also now you have all the, you know, you have all these parents out there that blame teachers over their dumb fuck kids. It's like, yeah, I'm sure it'll affect some kids that actually have somewhat of a future, but they're probably out there like actually learning something during this. And then you got the fucktards that are going to be fucktards regardless.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I suppose that's true. Um, and most of the people I knew were either into school or they weren't in school. So making them do it from home wouldn't make any difference one way or another. Uh, But I do know a lot of the parents are going through a lot of shit trying to homeschool their kids. So I'm really I'm really hoping that when this is all over and people and kids are going back to real school, that some of these parents have a little more respect for teachers than they do now. They won't. Of course not. Um, my vested interest is my uh, my sister's a teacher. Um, I've never heard her complain about any of her parents. She's a very uh, energetic, happy person, but I'm assuming she has to have problems. She she teaches at a school downriver, so it's like a very blue-collar uh, neighborhood, but it's, you know, lower middle class at best, I'd say.
0: Yeah, so what, if nothing else, like, so it really seems like a lot of these parents that have the biggest issues are not those that would be in that lower middle class area. It's like the, the fringe high middle class is where you get the overbearing, completely ridiculous parents.
1: Yeah. 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 I imagine it's probably true. Although I'd have to ask her about what, if she's actually had many problems. Um, it's funny to hear, to hear her say that, you know, that she's getting tired of this homeschool stuff. She, she says, if nothing else, I'm only, I only teach one subject. (laughs) Now I'm trying to teach them all of them. Yeah, and, she, and she's also doing remote, doing her classes too. So uh, so in addition to doing her normal work, she's trying to teach her kids as well. So it's, it's got to be a pain in the ass. I'm glad I don't have kids. Yeah,
0: no, I'd probably lose my shit. Yeah, uh, But other than that, did you hear the uh, FDA had to ask hand sanitizer manufacturers to make it taste worse?
1: I saw the headline. I didn't get a chance to click on it. What is up with that?
0: Well, you know, you had Trump out there saying that like ingesting disinfectants and stuff could, you know, possibly get rid of COVID. So now you have people drinking bleach and hand sanitizer and trying to get light in their lungs. Like there's just a lot of stupid people out there. So what I think on this Mm -hmm. is why are we actually changing anything for these people? Fuck it. Like make hand sanitizer, you know, taste like a fucking strawberry daiquiri. (laughs) <laughs> like, let's just let kind of nature run its course and get rid of the dumb fucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, I've heard a lot of people say that, that, you know, there should be less regulations, not more, so, you know, let, let nature sort them out, so to speak.
0: Well, yeah, especially on stuff like this. Like, I'm sorry, if you want to inject yourself with bleach, you go for it.
1: <laughs> and and the thing is, oh, once again, uh, President Trump's problem is not what he he's actually... It's it's, it's it's He doesn't go into enough detail about the things he says. He just say, says because things off the cuff. He doesn't know
0: the detail anyway.
1: Right. He just, says he it, just w- makes
0: shit up as he goes because he's used to just... Being able to make shit up as he goes,
1: right? It's like like if you look at all the if you look at the basis of the comments that he made. Apparently, there are treatments that use UV lights and disinfectants and things like that. Unfortunately, he never went into any detail about that at all. So off offhand, it sounds like he's saying to start drinking bleach and uh, shoving UV lights up your ass. (laughs) When, When when that's obviously not what he meant. But that but if he if you're not clear enough of your message, people are going to misinterpret it
0: really that very well could be what he meant like this is not a strong (laughs) science guy
1: (laughs) yeah uh, well no comment on that one (laughs) look at that it's time to end the show holy shit man we made it through a whole show we didn't get a single caller except for that prank caller which was awesome um and we still had a show i'm I'm, I'm actually kind of proud of myself man yay holy shit
0: (laughs) and you've made it one more day without completely going off the rails and going on a drug bender and ending up and you know some overpass in detroit
1: honestly i'll be to be honest uh you guys are part of the reason why i'm doing okay um uh, i feel like you guys are kind of holding me responsible to my promise not to do it and and uh, being an honest person i wouldn't be able to smoke something and come on here and lie Uh, that's one of the few things that I pride myself on. I try not to lie at all. It's gotten me in way bad situations where I should have lied, but I don't like liars. I don't like people lying to me and I hate being a hypocrite. So the fact that I told you guys that I was going to quit means that if I smoke some, I have to tell you guys that I smoke some and I don't want to do that. (laughs) I respect you guys and I want you guys to respect me. So I don't want to fail you guys. So seriously speaking, you guys are helping me quit.
0: Well, and if you fail at all, I'm going to big brother the shit out of you, and you know it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to hear that. <laughs> well, shit, we made it through another show. We'll get, we're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We're going to do another show. It's going to be amazing. Even better than this one, you guys are going to be so fucking pla- glad that you call, uh, tuned in to listen to it. I promise. Ryan, you got anything else? Fuck all y'all i want to thank the og army Uh, you guys are great we'll see everyone tomorrow you guys have a great night bye-bye
0: you hippie